Praise the Lord. Before we begin service, I just want to give honor to this special day uh, for the 4th of July weekend. I, I, as one, could say that I want to esteem and lift up all those who have brought about freedom for our nation, not only the past, but even currently right now, and giving honor to those men and women who are, are uh, sacrificial. And I want to say thank you to all of you who are willing to give honor to those who deserve to be honored. Amen. We got to be a nation that remembers, that remembers what the Lord has done, remembers what those before us have done to give of themselves. And, um, and we can only hope that there will be the next generation, if ever we need help for a nation of people to come to the aid of their country and help them. And I want to be sure that I have the right mindset, that I'm thinking correctly, that God would be able to say, Kevin Erickson, I, I may be now a little old for certain things, but I certainly can help wherever I need to be. Amen. Because I want to be a nation that's thankful today for our freedoms, that understands today that even as we have a freedom in our nation in America, so we so desire to have a freedom in the spirit of God today in our lives as Christians. Amen. So I want to keep those both fresh. Amen. And God would have his way. Praise the Lord. We want our musicians to come. Amen. Brother John, come. And uh, God bless you. Great to have you here in the house, Lord. Why don't you take five minutes and shake hands with everyone. We all get our favorite pews. Uh, and so um, at Sperry, there were so many people of one family. I, I said, shake someone's hand who wasn't a family member. <laughs> I had to really stir it up. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. This is a day to rejoice. A day to rejoice in the Lord. These things in this world may pass away, and, and you can possess things, and you can cherish them, and you can rejoice while you have them, but they somehow get destroyed or lost or tarnished or unusable or broken. But God has given us something to rejoice about that's eternal. 
So I can always have a twinkle in my eye when you bring up things that are eternal. I know I don't have to have a twinkle one day and the next day have a bad feeling about it because it's a it's a broke down car that I used to love so much. You know, look out my window every day and go, "There's my car. It's beautiful." One day it breaks down and no more. I look at it and go, "Boy, there's my car. It's beautiful." But this is eternal. The Apostle Peter says, "Rejoice." So we can rejoice today. This is something that the angels want to look into. They're interested in what we have today. So if you can't rejoice over that, what can you rejoice over? So let's stand today, give God some more praise, and rejoice today. We're going to sing some songs. Brother Isaac, take up an offering. We're going to give unto the Lord. We're going to sing unto the Lord. We're going to worship unto the Lord. We're going to rejoice today. This is a great thing we have today. Praise the Lord.
God, he is so good. He is so good. Y'all may be seated. Wonderful presence of God. He's a good God. Sister Susie's going to play for us today. Ask God to bless her. Be with her as she sings. Trust in Him, hope in Him, great is His faithfulness. 
Lord. That was wonderful. God is indeed faithful. He loves us and cares about us very much. And a lot of times our living for God is all between our ears where we get all messed up. And well, we got a pastor. He's like, don't get that burden on me today. <laughs> well, we appreciate Brother Erickson and uh, he's uh, led me greatly these last few years and uh, I really do appreciate that. He's got a good practical way of delivering the word of God and he makes the complicated simple to us Oklahomans and uh, it's with a lot of care and love that he does it and that's what I appreciate. That's what I appreciate about him is he takes the time to figure out individuals and feed it to them so they won't spit it back out. So appreciate that greatly. We digress. <laughs> it is truly good to be with you today, and I am thankful for the opportunity to be able to preach the gospel, and that you all were willing to allow me to come so many times and uh, and practice here. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Turning your attention, if you'd stand with me this morning, uh, let me get into the word of the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verses 1 through 7, you should have it here on the screen. <clears throat> now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou, might, uh, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God, to keep all his statutes and commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in a land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. These words have I commanded thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Amen. I just want to preach this idea today, 2023, a year of increase, a year of increase. How many would like increase in your life today? Amen. How many are able today to say, I know what he's done, past tense? I kind of think I know where he's doing right now in my life, presence, present tense. And I also have great hope of what God is going to do in the future. My message today is you got to keep these three things separate in your heart and in your mind. It's, you've got to look back and be thankful. You've got to recognize now is the day to give your all to God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And tomorrow, amen, you can anticipate an increase of God because God wants to bless his people. 
Amen. Amen. Would you pray right now? Lord, I pray that you'd anoint and bless. God, that your will would be done right now. Lord, we thank you for the word of God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you do mighty things. Oh, we give you thanks and praise, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. I want to ask you, Brother Stevens, would say a word I kind of I gave, I did give him about a three-minute forewarning. Uh, I figured that was pretty kind, right? No, but I, I do esteem Brother Stevens, and I want to say thank you to him in front of his family today for the many things that he's done to bless this church here in Chelsea. I understand that he put all those years, he and his good wife, uh, in Vanita, and um, I don't have a doubt in my mind the Lord is working in his life. The number of people he's touching today, I don't know, I, I can't say because I, I can't judge it, but it seems like it's more now than he ever did before. Uh, he has that influence, and it's kind of like some of the yoke of responsibility uh, for the minutiae was taken off his shoulders, and now he can just put his focus and his mind on what thus saith the word of the Lord. Amen. I appreciate him so much. And, and Brother Stevens, I, I don't mean to catch you off guard, but I want to hear from, the, from you today. Amen. Praise the Lord. When he asked me, I'm sitting there going, what am I going to say? And I, I got to thinking of a, a man uh, wasn't doing correctly in the Word of God, and he looked at the, the, the ruler, and he said, uh, I know you're an obscure man that you reaped where you did not sow. And I got to thinking about, uh, I brought some tomatoes today, uh, cherry tomatoes. I, I plant a garden every year because I like things growing and I like a harvest. Last year I planted a garden and I didn't hardly harvest anything. I just uh, tried to keep them alive last year. But this year, I've gotten a, 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 an abundance of tomatoes. My wife says, I only want you to plant four. I've got tomatoes coming out my ears because I don't throw away any tomatoes that I buy. I plant them because I, I got ground, so I planted them. But then when I was picking up through picking the green beans in the garden, I've got tomato plants growing in my uh, a green bean patch where I'd never planted. And then I've got some over in the part of the yard that I, I didn't plant over there either, but they got big old tomatoes on it. And, and you probably all get blessed uh, because of the harvest because we uh, don't can that much. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was just thinking in the prayer that we had that this, and his title here right now is talking about 2023 is the year of increase, but in prayer I was praying and all of a sudden something touched me and I started thanking God for the great increase of souls and, and how the seeds that have been planted are finally going to get harvest. It's not a planting season, but it's a harvest season. And this is the time and the hour that God is going to start reaping souls that we have never seen or never planted ourselves but somewhere down the road somebody else planted in my garden I got the most interesting garden 
And out in my yard is where I planted my asparagus. But right now, after years in my one other little garden is asparagus. I got asparagus coming out of my ears. And I never planted that. I guess a bird planted it for me. But I am harvesting the increase that God has given. And this church is at the brink of the greatest harvest that it's ever seen. <laughs> and your faith. And let me go on a little more than what in Sunday school he said God's people are going to be well blessed if you apply the principles of the, the Word of God to your life. You will be blessed when you are applying God in your life. And God will bless you personally uh, uh, with health, increase, things that you won't believe what will come just from God. And you can sit here in church and sing them songs. He has been faithful. He has been blessing us. And I am thankful what He is doing in our lives. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a great big hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so God has done marvelous things in our past. We can sit here today and take up the time. I'm trying to do a good job because Kevin reminded me everyone has tomatoes in their hands today. <laughs> he always has to bring up the bad part of that. And here I thought they were blessings. I'm kidding you, Brother Kevin. It was very good, a very good shot. I am thankful today for what God has done. And I do have this anticipation in my heart and my mind today of what God is doing and, and how that he is able to reap where we did not sow and able to move and do things that we never had planned. We just have to be uh, that those harvesters. We have to be that one that simply trusts God. Amen. I, I'm looking for an increase in 2023 because the Bible said that if you'll keep his commandments, if you'll obey him, if you'll do it with your all, God will not leave you to the same. But the blessings of God continue when we are in obedience with God. Amen. I'm not preaching today about those who won't live for God because that isn't a part of the message. But what is a part of it is, oh, what the Lord wants to do for you in 2023 if you'll just trust him. We need to rejoice over what he's done for us. Amen. While we rejoice over all these things that God is doing in our lives in the past, you have to realize today that the Lord has bigger and better plans for your tomorrow. I've got to awaken our faith today and realize I don't only believe, Sister Erickson, in what happened yesterday and the Word of God, and I believe that Word is powerful, but let it be powerful when it becomes real in your life. We serve a gracious and a generous God. He wants to bless you and increase you. How does God reveal His blessings he blesses his people. I, I find here in Deuteronomy 6 that, that it was unique to me because I always thought that we're supposed to be talking about a land flowing with milk and honey, but that wasn't the blessings God was promising. The, the land flowing with milk and honey was a destination, but the blessings would follow them. 
and God would do great things in their life. There's something far greater today than just the promise of heaven before us. Uh, though as I get older, I may think about that a little bit more often than I used to. But hear me today. What's important is, what does God want to do this year in your life? Are you thankful your sins have been washed away? That was yesterday. I'm not saying he isn't doing it today, but I'm saying you began with him in that. Are you thankful for the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Probably that was yesterday for you. Are you thankful for healings where God has touched your body and moved in your spirit? That, that was yesterday. Are you thankful for the miraculous you've been able to see and witness? That, that was yesterday. God wants to bring this around today for you to be anticipating and looking for God's blessings in your life today. Amen. Oh, I believe that's the very definition of faith today, is that God wants you to be looking for God to work and move today. Amen. Uh, I'm thankful for the Word. I'm thankful for the elders of the past. I'm thankful for the good preaching that brought this church to where it is today in the past years. But I'm here to tell you today, God wants to do something supernatural. God wants to go beyond the norm of the Chelsea city limits. God wants to do more today than merely say there's a church in this little town. But God wants there to be mighty people for God here. You see, I could not get away from it this week. That everything that God has for us, all of his increase, all of his blessings, all of his promises, everything are fulfilled in this principle that God gave us when he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Why would God want to give you more today if you're not handling what he's given to you already. Why would you expect God to change and disobey his rule, his word, and say, you're just such a swell guy, I'm going to bless you anyways. But Dwayne, that doesn't happen like that. Why, why would we expect today to build our walk of faith this year in 2023 and anticipate what God is doing by saying, God, I just need you to kind of jump over the last five years. And we'll pick up now. You have to realize that everything is built off of your stewardship. Everything is built off of who you are. Amen. How are you handling the blessings of God? That truly is what uh, Deuteronomy 6 is talking about. God said, I've already blessed you. You've got things to foretell. You've got things to, uh, to, to proclaim. Excuse me. You've got things to, to tell the world around you. And, and God wanted use, to use Israel as his example. He, he wanted Israel to be that testimony through all the world where they would go. That there's a God who not, not just kills his enemies, but they wanted the nations to see Israel and to see her blessings. They wanted to see their devotion to God. He wanted them to see 
all the things they were doing to, to give God the praise and the glory, the things they did to put God first, the things they did in their life to, to put God in the centerpiece of their life. It wasn't just a Sunday-only thing. It wasn't just a once-in-a-while thing. God said, I want my people. I want the nations, those pagans round about. I want them to know that, that, that their Chemosh and their Baal and all their false idols can't do anything compared to a God who's alive. Everything in Scripture is based around God's blessings to reveal his presence. We don't, we aren't blessed of God because we're good. We're blessed of God because we are applying stewardship in our lives. Somehow, if God blesses you in your life, it's because you did something with the principles of stewardship that were commendable. And God said, I can bless that. I can move in that situation. I can help you today. At the very start, God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. The Bible said he, he put them there to prepare and to dress it. He later on said that, that man was to, um, to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Everything you dress, you can eat. Everything you work, God will bless you through it. Everything you participate in, God will bring the blessings of God upon your life. I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not attacking anyone. I hope you don't think I am. I, I've got to get you to realize today, stewardship is simply taking advantage of the things God has already blessed you with. When I get that million dollars, I'm going to really give. Some may and some may not. has a lot to do with the way they handled it, what they have now. Would you agree with that? A reminder to all mankind today that we are all made of the same flesh. We, we... I don't, I'm not sure exactly where the, the, the breakdown happened in the garden. Of course, we, I, I know Eve was misled. I know Adam uh, followed in her stead and, and ate of the fruit and, and disobeyed God. And ultimately, it brought that separation. And God said, I need to have a new relationship with them based on their obedience, not based on their disobedience. Does that make sense? And so God set the plan in motion. Of course, we know the plan was already in place before the heavens and the earth were ever fashioned or put together. We know that God's plan for there to be, uh, for there to be a Savior that would save the world from, from their sins was something God ordained even before the earth was established. But hear me today, every step that unfolded in history to reveal God's plan happened according to God's principles. Not outside of them. Oh, God, I wish my spouse was living for God. Uh, listen, be what you're supposed to be. Live for God. Give your all today. Don't hold back. 
You can't change them. If they want to, they will. If they don't want to, they won't. That's okay. But oh, when you commit your heart to God, anything is possible. The Bible said a very godly woman could just be a good wife, could be a tremendous Christian, could be the help and a good mother over her children, and she could heap whole coals of fire upon the head of one who was disobedient. This principle of stewardship, it never goes away. That's what one day when we pass through that pearly gates, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. If you're here today because of what God owes you, I'm afraid you're going to be sorely disappointed. You're not going to like the preaching whatsoever. And we probably are going to be chasing you away, not meaning to, but it's just the way it happens. But hear me today. If you can receive the word of God today, it is revelation because it opens the door to what God wants to do in your life. Let's have an increase in 2023. As a steward, we are managers of what God has placed under our control. That's simply all I'm preaching today. God has given you your life. I, you see, I'm, I'm not. I, I wish I could take the big blackboard right here and just take my magic eraser and just erase. I'm, I'm doing Heidi's work as a teacher now. Erase that whole thing, all six by eight of it. Just erase it, erase it. Everything you've thought about giving, everything you've thought about the cost, everything you've thought about taxation of the church and what it requires you to be a Christian today. I wish I could erase all that out of your mind and I could simply place before you that being a steward is directly connected to your faith in God. And he wants to bless you. This is God's spigot that he's placed in your life. If you'll just allow and open that valve, God wants to pour you out a blessing that you cannot contain. Hallelujah. You say, oh, he wants more money. Oh, friend, I only want you to give what you think God would like you to do. I'm not asking for anything else. I'm not asking. I'm not trying to raise money for a special project. I'm not saying this because I'm out to get anyone. I'm trying to get you to realize Stewardship is my heart, my soul, and my mind today. Stewardship is everything God has placed under my responsibility today. Stewardship is me saying, God, I accept the fact that you blessed me. And now I want to take it. And, Lord, I want to be like the one with five. and take it. I have it used and invested for the kingdom of God. And, God, I brought you back five more talents. We're a manager today. We simply, if I could just bring you to the realization, your increase in 2023 is directly connected to your obedience to being a steward. I'm not going to go any farther in my message. I, I have really a quality Bible study I'd like to teach you someday, another time. I'll try to tell you in advance if some of you don't want to be here. <laughs> Throwing, throwing my shots out just then, just being a wise guy. I'd like you to realize today, if I could just get out, get rid of your, yeah, but what ifs, and just say, 
would happen if God had a job for you that was incredible, that would be the perfect timing, the, everything would allow you to have your family to be all in all, to have your walk with God grow and increase and have time to learn and to study God's word. How incredible would that be to have a perfect job like that? But here I am today, I'm saying, no, I'll go no farther. You can't make me. And you just have to realize today, God needs a steward who is faithful. He needs someone today that will say, yes, I'll do this God's way. I'll do this God's way. I stepped on a nail while I was roofing here years ago. While I was pastoring in Sperry. And, and of course, I had an evangelist coming that night. One of these who requires you to move. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. He believed in active participation. And I'm thinking, oh God, I'm feeling sorry for myself. I hurt myself bad. Went right up to the front of my pads on my, on my foot and and oh man, it hurt. I, I, it hurt more when I realized it didn't come out when I lifted my leg up. <laughs> it was still there with a one by four attached to my foot, <laughs> to my boot. <laughs> Actually, it was a tennis shoe. I was stupid to be out there with the tennis shoe on. And I, and I had to get all the OSB, the four by eight sheets, up a two-story ladder because we had had a roof that day. <laughs> and I was ever so sorry, Brother Stevens, that I had done that. <laughs> And now I've got to go to church. I'd like to be just sitting in my easy chair. And now, and now I've got a wild evangelist on my hands that I've already got coming. First night. Oh, God. And, of course, he says, Brother Erickson, come on up here. He said, I'm going to pray for you. I want you to run around the church. <laughs> And I'm thinking, this guy has not heard from God. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm really questioning faith here right now. <clears throat> My faith especially. And I went up there. And he prayed for me, you know, just a, you know, a, a two or three sentence prayer. Didn't feel myself, you know, shake and rattle and roll. I just... Wasn't much happening. And he said, now run. <laughs> Brother Stevens, I'd never done this before, but I ran. And you know, by the time I got, I don't know how, not very far around that building, I mean, it was like that thing had gone. And God had touched and healed my body. And, I, and my message today is, is that you, you can't fathom in your mind God's blessings. You, you can't imagine it and be able to say, I'm trying to choose right now if I want God's blessings or not. Because I need you to realize uh, that it can touch your loved ones. It can touch your children. It can touch your family. 
It can touch your job. It can touch your workplace. It can touch those that you have influence over. It can move and touch the, the hearts and lives of people all around you. And, and you are a child of God. You're like the children of Israel now as the temple of God is dwelling in you. And so now you are the same as the nation was of Israel in the Old Testament. And God said, wherever you go, I'll bless you. Whatever you do, I'll bless it if you'll just obey me. If you'll just be that servant. If you'll just be that steward of what I've given you. I've got unbelievable things ahead of you. I've got the sky is blue. Uh, the day is waiting. We're just waiting for God to move in your life. And you just have to realize it today that faith says it's so even when I don't feel like it. Would you stand with me? I, that's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here preaching against anyone. Please understand. I, remember, I, 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 I erased the whole board. All your past reasons. All what you know about it. All the way that you've handled it. All the things that were good and all the things that were bad. I erased that whole board so that I could just bring to you today a simple promise. God said, tell my people that if you'll just live for me, if you'll just give me your all, give me your whole heart, give me your soul, give me your mind, and I, I'm going to open up doors that you never knew were possible. I'm going to take care of things in your life that you never thought that I could take care of. Uh, you know what? Exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or even think, Ephesians says, concerning God's promises. Oh, what do you need today? Do you need to be baptized in Jesus' name? It will wash away your sins. But you've got to do it because you want to, because you're obedient, not because you have to do it to be a part of this church. No, you can go 100 years without being baptized if that's your choice. But oh, I want you to know, we'll get the water ready. I'm ashamed to say this, but I emptied it this week. I need to put it back in. But, but we'll have it ready in just a little bit of time. And oh, my friend, if that's what you need, do it. If you feel like you need to repent and get your heart right with God, God, I, I haven't been living like I need to. I haven't been fervent. I haven't given you my all. I've just been, you know, uh, walking around the edges of this thing. God, if you'll forgive me, I'll live for you with my whole heart. That's what God wants to hear today. Uh, maybe you're young or old, great or small, male or female, rich or poor educated or uneducated it doesn't matter the promises of God for, for all of Israel that day oh we quote Deuteronomy 6 and 4 and 5 and 6 a lot here O Israel the Lord our God is one but before that is what I want you to read today I will bless you I will give you it will be a year of increase in your life and it was, a, it was their private life, Brother Stevens. It wasn't what he would do collectively, for God already had his plan. But he would bless them in their homes. He would bless them with their families. He would bless them with their health. He would bless them with their strength. He would bless them with the right thinking. He would bless them with revelation of his word that would come alive, Sister Debbie, as they read the word of God and it would make all the sense of the world 
Sister Nancy would be, it would give them balance. It would give them stability. Brother Dwayne, it would give them the answer they have need of for today. It would be an on-time God for an on-time problem. Oh, hear me today. God wants to move in your life. I, I, I'd like us to be able to look at the end of this year and say, look what the Lord hath done. I'm so thankful for all of our new folks. I'm so thankful for each and every one that's coming in your faithfulness. I'm not here to shoot anybody today. I'm here to tell you, God wants to bless you through your obedience. Would you reach out to him right so now? Constant, so loving and so true. So powerful in all you do. You feel me. Yes, you see me. You know my every move. And you love for me to sing to you. wonder today who would say yes to God's word. We read it to you unadulteratedly. We did not change it. We didn't use it for our own vice. But I wonder today if you would step out. It's time just to come down and say yes to God. You don't have to do anything to please me. I'm just a messenger today. But oh, I ask you to come. I ask you to step out and say, God, you feel me. I need another try. Yes, you see me. I need to do this your way. You know my I need God to have his way today. And you love for me to sing to What a beautiful presence of the Lord is in this place right now. I know that you the blesser is in the house. I know that you the God who's come to promise you an increase is in the room today. One day every one of us will stand before him and we wait and we desire to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Every one of you are precious people of God. change, but our, our thinking has to change. 
Praise God. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for your faithfulness to God. For every effort. Every time you took something that God has placed in your ability, your power, your substance, and you gave to help with the kingdom of God, I thank you for that. Thank you today for every time that you said yes to the Lord, even when it cost you something. Thank you for that. But today, it always comes back to me saying, more, God, I want more. And for me to have that, Lord, don't let there be anything I'm holding back. Don't let there be anything, Lord, that I withheld from you. I am your steward. Thank you for what you've given to me. Thank you for what you've allowed me to possess in my life. Thank you for the resources. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for every time I saw the miraculous. Thank you, God, for working in my life. Well, Lord Jesus, I believe today that you brought me here so that I could desire more. Amen. Because I think that's what you want us to desire today. More. More. There's a song we sing in the old handbook. It said, more of Jesus. Tell me more of Jesus. Oh, what I want today is I want that wonderful walk with God. Oh, amen. What's it going to take? It's going to take simply your obedience and your availability to God. And I believe that this church wants to do that with your whole heart. Amen. Lord, I pray right now for each and every one that has come today to be with us in this service. Lord, I pray that you have spoken to us, that you have, Lord, revealed things. You've, you've encouraged us. The word of God was not here to castigate or hurt, but it was here to, Lord, encourage us to go the next mile, to push for greater things, to realize, God, that all that you've blessed us with up until now is merely to position us to be able to receive more and to do more in your kingdom. I pray that today, Lord, you talk to each and every one of us that we would make that step of faith each and every day. We wouldn't wait for next Sunday, but God, that today and tomorrow, Lord, we consider these things, and Lord, you'd begin to speak to the church, each and every one, Lord, and let them see your faithfulness. And Lord, you call for our faithfulness, you call for us to be faithful stewards so that you also will be faithful to us. Bless we pray today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful 4th of July. Amen. I hope to get to see you all come and be with us. Uh, as I said, if you can't hand stand the heat, we'll have air conditioning on in the house, and uh, it'll be fine. And we'll just have a good time of fellowship and enjoy your presence there, and uh, God bless you today. Amen. Good to have everyone back. Great to have the Providence family back. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you.